Hello, this is episode 286 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Ruddy. This podcast is on the gap, or what I call the projection zone. I've struggled to record this podcast all week, ironically, because I think it'll be very easy to project at. As this series of podcasts has gone on, the listeners has reduced, which doesn't surprise me. And I often record podcasts for people to find later. And there's a real sense with this series of podcasts of me putting something out into the world that I know only a few people are doing the journey at the moment. But there will always be people who find the existing podcasts. And that's one of the reasons why I leave such a large amount of content up. So I had a lot roaming around in my head this week and I struggled to distill it and frankly find my way with it rather than the sort of kind gestures of others that they've been sharing with me, like comments such as send them love or hold them or find something new for them to feed on. And this is all in relation to people who prevent others' growth, what I affectionately term boulders. And it's the only reason for me removing somebody from my own world because I can no longer grow. But increasingly, I've been called to sort of navigate that for others. And this has brought big questions for me because I always question my motives and my actions and the place of working from, especially when it's not just my life choice. And it's a way to constantly question whether I'm still working in the light and to question every move. I, I don't think people realize how much I endlessly torture myself over advice that I give others or conversations or what I say or what I don't say. And that's come up a lot for me recently, even with people who are very close to me. And it, it always comes back to this idea for me, whether you stay investing in people who are in the way of your own growth. And as I listen to one person describe to me how they need to find a middle ground between themselves and and one of these boulders, and I'm thinking, no, you're just diluting your own soul and this experience is crushing you, but more significantly, I'm not sure they're growing either. So this is going to seem like an odd podcast, but stay in the end. Ironically, don't just project into the gap here. I'm not saying that I don't support people unconditionally or that you don't learn great lessons from people. In fact, I went into this Carl Jung quote, everything that irritates us about others can lead us to understanding of ourselves. And that's very important. It's very important in those moments that the contrast teaches you, that you learn something from it, that you don't just feel that you're beyond this or you've done this or what are people at or, you know... To, to just have irritation with people. Like, for example, I get up early and earlier each day to tackle what I want to achieve without others' interference, but it seems like they're getting up earlier too because their days just roll from one to the next and they don't have a desk full of goals to achieve. So I need to find a way to not react. I need a way to find a way to not have stress in my body and to just use my time effectively and to use my noise-canceling headphones more and to turn off my phone, you know, it's up to me how I react to it. If, if I allow stress to come into my body, I'm, I'm not doing anything. But, you know, it's, it's a lesson in how you react. 
So it's been a week of being bombarded on my social media as well about climate change. As many of the people are from my sort of old life as a climate change researcher. And that's been very poignant as well, because I walked away from it, because I wanted to do this work, because I thought it was a way to actually make a bigger impact. So that's made me thinking a lot too about people's growth. And maybe even the growth of some of the climate change researchers. And why haven't we listened to climate change? That, that's a big question for me now, retrospectively, now that I've stepped away from it. And I think this goes very nicely with this podcast on growth. Because I think there are three reasons that we haven't listened to it. And if I outline those three reasons, then it will bring us into the, the grit of this conversation I've been having with, between this idea of this gap to other people, this projection zone, and this idea of these boulders. So, so why, don't we, why don't we listen to climate change? Like we've, we've seen all the research, um, all the papers have been produced, all the models. I watched models 20 years ago. They've predicted what's now happening. And the first reason is there's a gap zone. What you say and what others hear are not the same thing. And the gap is too big for the growth, for others to reach you. And this is kind of crucial. You can't hold them. And I'll go back to this at the end of the podcast, but I want you to get an overall picture first. So there's this gap. There's a gap between the message that you're saying and what everyone else is hearing. The second reason is that you seem to give it welly, like you, you give it your all, you do so much, and it doesn't seem to make a difference, that there's no change happening. But change is not linear, and this is something that I really had to learn. You need another way to view your work. And if everyone seems to copy it, but you don't get the recognition for, for it, it's because you're sowing seeds for change, and they seldom return to the planters. If your ideas are copied, it's because you've planted the seeds for humanity. It's a lousy, thankless place to navigate. But energy is not linear, it's vertical, as someone who translates the world for me daily keeps reminding me as I go through these phases. So often you can think that you're not making a change, but it doesn't occur the way you think it's going to. The third one is similar to the gap, the boulders, the non-changers. They only act from a place of self-serving. Um, we're seeing that, that there's very high-level leaders sitting in a room being highly self-serving. And they're not necessarily serving their countries or their people, and certainly not humanity this week. They do what suits them. We've seen many of these people on the planet, and they're the ones that can't hear you. But more importantly, I view them as boulders because they hold back the growth of the people who have a vision. And this is why I've been thinking a lot about this conversation. Because if you're going through this development and this growth and you're going between this magical fourth and fifth zone that takes so much work, there's a gap that forms. And if the gap is too big when you're in that fifth place, that image I spoke of in a few podcasts ago, where your vision and your personality and your expression and all the experiences in your life add to your growth. If you're in this really whole place, but others are further back and they haven't gone through that donut zone and you can't hold them. And this seems counterintuitive. 
it seems really counterintuitive for me as someone who cares so much about development and growth to say that there's a group of people you can't hold. But as I chart my own journey and I look back at what I have done over the years, I realise that there are moments when I release people. I have an intention and I have a sense of where they can grow to. But I have a sense that, the, that this projection zone exists where they can't see where I'm working from and they can't listen because they're so intent on focusing on that projection zone. They're not focusing on the steps that they need to take to grow. And they're certainly not focusing on the steps that you're telling them or the suggestions that you're making to them. They just keep focusing on that gap zone. They, they don't see anything else. And so what I end up doing is I end up releasing them. And I often, if I'm working with people and I'm navigating them out of others' lives, I try to create experiences for them, which mean that they will also grow in the way that they need to, the experiences that they need for their personality. And eventually, hopefully, they will, they will match you and they won't be in that zone anymore where they're just projecting. But if you keep investing energy in them as in their boulder state, they just suck you dry and they don't move and a humanity doesn't move and your vision dies and you're only feeding that gap. You have to create experiences that are independent of you, that you aren't holding those experiences anymore. And even if you allow them to project at you from a distance, which often happens for me, and it happens a lot with my writing, and there's a book I'm sharing at the moment on my Patreon called Journey to Difference, where ironically I'm probably most candid about speaking about this gap and about the difference and about the fact that I love being different and I love working from this place. And the premise for writing that book was that until we accept difference, we won't accept people learning differently. Like we have a fundamental problem that we don't want people to be different. And we don't want them to be at different stages or to have gaps at all. We, it's like we just want to ignore that, pretend that it doesn't exist. But that is the book that people project the most at me about. Because I speak most candidly about the gap that I often feel to others in their behaviour and in their actions. And I don't understand how they can't see where I'm working from often. But it's really important to realise that growth is not set in stone, that this place is not forever. And you have to know when the gap is too great, when, when this has occurred for you, and when people can't hear what you're saying. And any power that others often use is often about people speaking to people in this gap, in this projection zone for their own gain. Like I often see this with political leaders. We've seen it again in, acted out in Virginia this week, where you speak to people's unresolved pain and you speak to that gap for your own gain. So people in some ways are quite aware of this gap sometimes, but they're only aware in using it. And I'll be honest, a lot of the, the climate change spin at the moment is also using this gap. There's very few people navigating this from a place of truth. And that's a lot of the posts I've seen this week too. So we, we often register this gap in growth 
but we don't always use it constructively. So in zone five gap, there's a sort of a utopia that everyone wants to get to, that wholeness. And I wrote about this in my first book, and it, it seems, you know, it's funny to go back and read the word yesterday, you know, three and a half years later. And I described it as a blooming garden with all the fences of the conditions removed, all those rules that you follow that you don't know why you follow them. And it's hard to go back and read it now in a new place. And you think all the pain should be gone. But it's not, because when you get there, others can't see the flowers or you don't have enough people to share the beauty with. Or maybe even a few people come in and stamp on the flowers and now you can feel their pain as well as your own. You can feel the flowers, you can feel the stampers, you can feel all that's unresolved. That's what that fifth place is. It's a place of seeing it all and not being able to, to ignore it anymore. And you feel so much and you don't think you make a difference but you do but you aren't measuring in a new way and you have to you have to measure change in a new way you're now planting seeds for new flowers all over the place and they're carried out of that utopia garden and planted by all sorts of people in ways that you didn't expect or that you couldn't predict but we have to accept that there are boulders in the world and you need to just gently park them to the side and give them time they can't change if you keep investing in them. Their growth has to be independent. And that's counterintuitive in some ways in holding humanity. But you have to use your energy for the ones that are doing the work. These are the people that you really need to feed because you top up each other's batteries. And you have to learn to look for the gap and measure it and measure when what you say is not what's being heard. You have to get really finite at measuring almost energies of reactions to realize when people are still with you growing and when they're not ready for that, when that gap is just too big. It's this sort of dance. It's the difference between being in that fifth zone and working with people who are back in the third zone who haven't really developed their core and they haven't stripped away all the conditions. They haven't gone through that donut zone. And all they want to do is weigh you down. And there's a point where you have to stop facilitating that. And it's only when you stop facilitating that that they will start to grow. And, and that's the crux of where humanity's at at the moment. And as I said, it's very counterintuitive. Kind of